0: Please.
1: Welcome back to the next part of this Truth and Rhythm episode. Be sure to subscribe to this channel. If you've already done so, please share it with friends. Also, become a member by joining Truth and Rhythm on Patreon or consider donating at funkinstuff.net. Thank you so much for your interest and support. Enjoy. Hey, in case you weren't aware i want to call your attention to brand new store on the funkandstuff.net website it has fantastic gear for your funk soul r artist. artists you gotta go check it out very cool shirts like this Look at this, all the classic bands, dress like Dr. GX, go to funkandstuff.net, go to the merchandise store. It's not only shirts, but also hoodies and all kinds of gear, mugs, a backpack, writing pads, what have you. Support these artists and support the show, support Truth and Rhythm. I love this thing, you know, and uh, there's so many cool designs there. Show the world your support and love for these incredible artists that have brought us so much wonderful music throughout the years. Funk it up right now at the Funkandstuff.net store with Truth and Rhythm apparel and all kinds of merchandising gear from your favorite artists of all time. Peace and funk. So what uh, transpired to get Prince involved with your next solo project, The Unexpected? You know, how did that... How was that brought to fruition?
0: Um...
2: I think a lot of, I just, I want to say things were transitioning around that time and I had asked him, I was like, you know, I write, you know, and, um, there's a song that I have it's called, why do you lie? And he was like, yeah, I was like, "Mm -hmm." he was like, what you, he's like, what do you write? (laughs) I was like, I got, I got a lot of songs, man. You know, like this is one side of me. Like I'm shy and I'm here and I'm doing a job but I'm a totally different person on ai am doing my own thing. He was like, "All right. So I gave him some of my songs or whatever and there wasn't any music to them. But I think when my management at the time were like, "Let's just put out why you lie. Let's just put it out. Um he'll hear it at some point." So I think I yeah, I did. I put out why do you lie and then he heard it. I'm trying to think. It was a spot. No, Spotify one out there. Anyway, he heard the track. He called me up and was like, "Now that <laughs> he's like, what else you got?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man, I got a lot of stuff, you know. And uh, a lot of songs I had written years back that I just had never worked out, you know, with my band. I never had time because I was." in mpg and i you know i really put a lot of stuff on hold i I didn't do any of my stuff then anymore but i still had songs i had written and so i brought them to him and he was like so what's your concept like what do you want to do what do you want to talk about what's your story like he kept asking me that and i was like concept story um i'm like i'm i like the whole like isaac hayes vibe like i want to tell a story like i like cleopatra jones that's one of my favorite movies um like, if I could write a score to that, this is what it would be. And um, that's when the album came out. Like, all the songs on the album, you know, especially your show, the one that we both uh, co-wrote together. Um, the, it was, it, it moved so, the the feeling of getting the album done, it, it went so fast. And he trusted what I wanted to do, you know. He was like, do you want to record this here at Paisley? He's like, I got you, I'll help you out do you want to record it at paisley or you want to record it back in portland i said oh, i want to record it back in portland you know um just because my energy was there my the vibe was already there and i didn't want it to feel like i, I was so hell-bent on wanting to make sure that like i'm showing my teacher i got this you know what i mean just let me do this first and when i You know, when I get it done, I can present it to you and you tell me what you think. You know, a lot of, I mean, that's what happened. Um, And we recorded a lot of it um, in Portland. And Phil Lasseter wrote a lot of those killing horn parts for the MPG horns. Um, And I was super proud of that album. I was super, super, super proud, super proud. Because I really took everything that he, I felt he taught me in the time um, leading up to that. Like, okay, here's everything that you've, I feel like that, you know, I've been listening, you know, and here it is. And he's just like, he was so happy. He was super happy with it. You know, there's some things he would change and tweak and he would say, I think you should do this. and I think you should bring the horns in earlier. I think you should cut the songs here and there. But for the most part, he was, he was really happy with it. And um, yeah, he was really happy,
1: really happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it was very impressive. And, uh, definitely, you. you know, more of a rock edge than the first one. And yeah. uh, I'm thinking, uh, I mean, it sounds like you already had some of that in your personal tastes, but I think mm-hmm. Prince probably helped bring that out a little bit more too, or made you feel comfortable and confident in, in adding that to what you do.
2: Absolutely. I think so. I think the thing was, is that people would come and see my shows live and the energy would not match what the album was it was kind of strange because i record different i was recording different than what people will mostly see on stage so you see all this high energy and, and this album is good but it was so much more relaxed than what you would see on stage so i was trying to capture what i do um on stage in that album unexpected at least some of the confidence that, that i had gained at the time to, to to put it on an album and absolutely I learned a lot of that stuff from Prince absolutely he (laughs) gave me some more confidence to be you know like go ahead you know because I mean I was so impressed by the fact that he can just shift and change and move and morph how he wanted to you know um you know I thought that that's what I loved about it like man you can't you will never be able to put him into a situation like what he can't do You know, and that's what I love about it so much, about him so much, is he just, you know, just (laughs) shapeshift and whatever, you know.
1: And what was the genesis of the title track?
2: Oh, the unexpected. um, I was talking to my management at the time. I was like, man, there's so many different styles on this album. I need to call it unexpected because I don't think people would expect me to be like this. Like with why do you lie and some things? And, um, Prince asked me, he's like, so what are you going to call it? I was like, I'm thinking I'm going to call it the unexpected. And he was like, yeah. He was like, you got something for that yet? I was like, no. <laughs> he was like, okay. Basically like, he was like, give me a day. And in a day, literally that man turned around in a day, I remember Josh calling me up. Um, and Prince was in, in the studio, and they were all in the studio, and they were like, listen, like, you know, Prince with this one word, like, I'm not gonna give you a whole chatty situation. Just here, listen. They put the phone by the speaker, and they played me the third eye girl version of their version called Wow but unexpected. And I Danner dropped the phone. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then Friends gets on the phone and he was like, well, you can. He's like, you like this? i was like, yeah. I was like, but I can't play it like, I, we can't play it like that. You know, I mean, like, God, like, this version is insanity. And I he, he goes, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I said, okay. I said, so let me, let me and my band come up with a version that marries that like the talkback version of like you calling it wow and you know unexpected and so we did um our version of the unexpected and he loved it and yes yeah, was just it was crazy i we had so much fun doing it because i was like okay so i'm telling the band like okay now we can we got to do this right because <laughs> i know he's gonna listen to this and he would be like okay okay we just wanted to do it slower and I kind of like that whole slow down, like kind of Tina esque. Uh, Remind me of how Tina sometimes she talks, you know, kind of like a proud Mary, in a way. Like I wanted to feel like that, you know.
1: Rough and yeah.
2: Right, that's right. So, yeah, it was really cool. It was very, very cool.
1: So, how much did you get to go out and perform those songs?
2: A lot. That's one of my favorite songs. I love Performing the Unexpected. Like, I, I love it. I, I played a lot of this record. I played a lot of this record a lot of places. Um, yeah, I played it a lot of places. And um, I'm super, 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 super proud of that album. Um, very proud. I mean, it's it was another probably process in my life and in my story where I feel like I've learned a lot more about who I was as, a, as an artist, not necessarily all the way there, but I learned a lot more about the business. I think that was a that was a testing point for me. Um, Press taught me a lot, but I, I I learned a lot, especially about myself in that process. You know, of of knowing who I am, who I truly am. You know, in
0: it. Mm-hmm.
1: What about your aesthetic and your, um, you know, presentation and that kind of thing? You know, how did you craft and develop or decide on that?
2: Um, At the time, I had a lot of help, you know, to craft it. I had ideas
0: in my mind, but I also had help, you know. Um, I had a lot of help. I'll put it that way.
2: And some of some of my aesthetic and ideas were there but not all of them you know and this is what I was saying like I learned a lot about having creative control over the message that you want to put out as you are as an artist like who you are as an individual like some of that was there for me and even like that for the first album some of that some of that some of me was there aesthetically of who I felt like I I really am you know what I mean um so I had to learn I'm I'm not learning that anymore I've graduated from that but I've I had to learn that from that this past album too for the unexpected
1: mhm you know and you got a, a lot of TV appearances out of it and, I did yeah. That was
2: crazy I mean it just it all came like a world where it was a flush, like to the point where um I mean, of course I was ready. I'm I'm think about me, I'm ready to perform anytime. Mentally, I don't know. I don't know if I was really it was just all came so fast, you know. Um and they were amazing. They were just were amazing performances. They really were. And it just I look back at them now. It's like, oh my God, they were so <laughs> It, it was just so in sync. everybody and everything was so in sync, you know. It was really incredible. It was an incredible time. It was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What was your last actual um show with Prince where you were on stage and part of it?
0: Um I think it was Paris. Um,
1: Third eye girl. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. He's talking about I think the last big show, something like that, that was in Paris for sure. Yep.
1: Well, why did you stop doing those?
2: Um, I, it wasn't me that stopped it. It's what he wanted. You know, I would be there from time to time. And he asked me to come and sing and I was there, you know. And if it, if he didn't need me to be there, I wasn't there.
1: So so, would yep. he just did he just say I'm I'm going in a different direction, or did his people tell you, or how did that?
2: No, he would tell us. You know, I mean, it's like this: if you get the call, you get the call. Be ready when you get the call. <laughs> you could be there one day, and you won't be there the next day. You you know, like if you if you're ready, you always won't be ready. Stay ready. You know, sometimes he liked to change, and he liked to morph into doing different things. I understand that completely. I get it. You know, he would call and be like, oh, I'm doing this. And can you come and sing like SNL? <clears throat> when we did um SNL with Third Eye Girl. Um he asked me like last minute to come in and do some background parts. And I was like, sure, no problem. Like I I mean last minute. <laughs> so absolutely. You know, so it's you just I think the thing for me, it was like, I I like that he liked to be wanted to change and flow and do whatever, you know what I mean? Like, we was there, we was ready to get the call when we needed to get the call, you know?
1: So. Mm -hmm. And you can't take it personally, right? You got to just roll with it.
2: Got to roll with it. You know, I mean, like him, you got to roll with, Person like him, you got to roll with it. You know, he's a creator. He's going to constantly change, you know, you got to, for me, I guess I just kind of understand the vibe in which he wanted to try and shift and move and do different things. Of course we will be, I mean, I would be, I'm going to stop speaking to other people, but of course I would be like, oh my God, I wish I could have sang on blah, blah, blah. Or I wish I could have been there. Of course, that's a natural feeling. Of course you want to be there, to be singing with him, but that's not what he wanted. You know, that's not what his ears, his heart, his mind, soul felt. It's all good.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how mad can you get at somebody who can really do anything himself if he wants to, pretty much? (laughs)
2: Period. (laughs) That's That whole part, pretty much, he can take care of himself, you know? You're absolutely right. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, a man's a creative. He listened to his spirit. And he floated how he wanted to float, you know. And I was just happy to be just a little, a little speck, a little person in the energy that he wanted to create. Like really, um he did wonders for my life. You know, that I take I will take on with me forever. That's for sure.
1: Is there any what is there any particular lesson that you think you picked up from him or um advice maybe that he actually told you
2: um Uh, he always gave advice always but I I guess for me um I guess I'm still learning to be honest
0: with you I'm I'm still learning how to um really go with the I am you know you know, who's who I'm, who, you know, I, I am Prince. I
2: am, I'm still rolling. what I am live. I'm trying to be me. You know, I'm trying to accept and roll into all facets of who I am. You know, that's not easy to do. In my opinion, as a creator, you know, you got to trust and I still am learning to <clears throat> trust my creative decisions, cr- trust my aesthetic, as you would say, um, and he trusted every bit of that, you know, and who he was and didn't, you know, try to morph and change for anyone. I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think, I think he just went with what he felt, you know, in a world where so much damn influence, you know, and uh just trusting your creative decisions. And I feel like now I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm there. You know, I've gotten there. I'm getting there, especially, you know, with the new album coming out. Um, I did it myself. That's that's the thing where I get from him is I'm about the independent part. Like, that's the part I had to talk that through and think about it. But that's the part.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's all about talking through some because there's so much it could be. Right.
2: It's, it's so much because I I remember the conversations we would constantly have. My conversations with him were because I wanted to know so much about the artistry of of who he was. He knew probably when I looked in his eyes all the time, like, man, how you maintain? How are you maintaining this and just st- still keeping who you are in the midst of all this? Like, you know, I could, I just feel like that was like a conversation that him and I would have with even without speaking right like you got to trust yourself live as an artist you got
0: to just know who you are people not everybody's going to like you period you know um yeah and um
2: and so and so and in, in the importance of being an independent artist and having your own you know, and uh, keep your mouth shut sometimes. You know, not divulging, not talking all the time, and you know, frequency, energy, vibration. You know, like those are the things that I felt like I really honored and watched and watched him, and, and really valued in him, and that he always was trying to push us constantly pushing us to be better you know on an independent level not knowing who we are you know you got you know just some random <laughs> talented young people around you the kind of man that he could have been and closed off the kind of the kind of person that prince is was like he didn't have to do everything he did for us you know he gave us a platform he gave us information. He armed us with information, knowledge. You know, and to and do with it with you what you will. You know, I know what I do with mine, my, my information. I keep it close. I, I um, I try to honor him as much as I can in my live shows. Not necessarily doing music exactly like him, but in, in more so in ways of, um, just his energy. You know what he
1: brought. Like, I miss that. Mm. Mm. It's amazing to me, you know, that he's he's so gifted in so many ways, musically and creatively. Mm -hmm. Uh, But a lot of times, I ask, you know, associates of his, what would they say was the most amazing? And I think the most common thread is probably fearlessness. You know? Oh
2: yeah. I mean,
1: And, and not really. You know, being so confident in oneself. That's it. Just taking it there, you know?
2: Taking it there without question, right? Without like, you know, just second three or four times guessing, you know. I mean, sure. I mean he's human, you know. Of course, you're probably gonna be like, I don't know, you're not gonna let us know. <laughs> and even if that's the case, like you so confident in your work that um it you know it's your own DNA. It's it's your it's your work you've put out into the world, which is amazing. You know you are so confident in that, and uh, I, I I can only hope to be just a little bit of that. You know I finally I finally feel like okay I finally get what she was talking about. I see what you I see on, on different things, but I get it. You know.
1: Do you have any theory or thought why you know he didn't put out? Um, Welcome to America at that time?
2: No, I don't, honestly. I mean, he has his ways of why he didn't want to put out music. I mean,
0: I don't know. Maybe the people weren't ready for it at the time. I don't know. You know, I mean, I don't.
2: Because we was popping in the studio. (laughs)
0: Black muse
2: <laughs> We was getting it. Um, but I don't. I don't. You know, he has his reasonings. He had his reason why he didn't want to. You know.
1: So you feel like you have a lot of other stuff that you're on that's in the vault somewhere?
2: Uh I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I know we were be re- recording our parts and you know, you know, he was always up till two, three, four, five in the morning. I don't. know. I have no clue what was going on. I mean, I know we recorded a lot, but maybe I don't know. Yeah. And if so it you... does come out, I'd be surprised. I'm, oh yeah, I do remember
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: What was there anything in particular though that you're like remember working on? You're like, oh, I wish that was out.
2: No, no, because no, I mean, I I'm telling you, like, I when when uh welcome to america came out i was like oh god we did do that like i it kind of passed me like we did a lot of those vocals on that and i had thrown to give me i forgot about that and when it came out i was like oh god i called elise i'm like do you remember we did all this and yeah
0: it's crazy Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) well if tell us a little bit about the record that's coming next what can you tell us
2: oh I am so excited about this album. I, I, I it, it is a funk rock soul record that I'm so proud of and so excited to do because I've never felt like I've been so much of myself on this album, and I felt like I got it right this
0: time. And I really listened to who I am this time, and I got all the production right. And, yeah, it's pretty incredible. And I I just, I just feel like, yes, finally, you know, like it's something I'm
2: proud of. Not that I wasn't proud of my other albums, but it's something I was like super, super proud of, you know? Um, Yeah, it's, it's Ryan Waters, Ryan Waters, J Mack and Marlon Patton are primarily writers on it. I got Mark Letary, um, Bobby Sparks on some stuff, Frank Mocha, this amazing um, uh, uh, orchestrator named uh, Steve Stevie Black, wrote an am- amazing orchestral part on this song called Bloom. Um, Get to Know Love is like Fela Kuti and funk, um,
0: like funk rock, basically. Um, Yeah, feel like is funk, but rock. Um, it's just it's so
2: exciting. I'm really excited, and then I'm doing a cover of a June Moon cover that uh, the, the producer I worked with doing a June Moon project out of Paris. I'm doing a cover of one of their songs and a Phil Collins cover. I'm I'm just I'm I'm doing what I want to do this time, so.
1: Wow, you got some great players and people on there for sure.
2: Yes. It's, it's really exciting. It's really exciting.
1: What's the anticipated estimate for September? Uh, September. September. Mm-hmm. Wow, yep, that'll be a nice Well, to say kick say off the fall. With,
2: <laughs> yes, I can I can finally say that. Uh, with surety uh, assurance is September, yes. Mm-hmm. It's a long time coming too. Ooh. It's been a it's been a trial. But I got got here.
1: Wow. Really looking forward to it. Thank you. And I'm glad you mentioned June Moon, because I wanted to uh, bring that to people's attention, too, in case they're not aware of it. It's not on the radar. Uh Nice, nice record.
2: Thank you. Thank you. It was different. It was. I love that project with them. Um, Julian is an amazing producer. Um, I love their own stuff that they did in a, a prior project before I got there, too. But it was just different. It was something I think my soul needed to do with them, but it's such a cool project. That was fun. It was really fun.
1: A little jazzier than. Yeah. 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 It
2: it reminded me a little bit more of like my first album kind of energy a little. So. mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So people check that out. That came out in 2020. Um, Chrysalis.
2: Chrysalis.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool stuff. Thank you. Um, Welcome. Well, well well-deserved. Um, and is there something else I want to make sure that I went through all your, your prop, your props here?
0: Oh, bless. (laughs) It's nice of you.
1: Yeah. Well, so, you know, having gone through this career up to this point, you know, uh, Liv, what would you say you're most proud of accomplishing in your music career?
0: I'm most proud of the fact that I'm still writing. Um, I'm most proud that I'm still doing it. Um,
2: Because it's just, it's really, it's, you know, this music thing is really truly my lifeline. And I really didn't realize that until like, two years ago when COVID hit and stuff and I kind of was super lost um, trying to decide like what is the thing that really makes me go I think I'm just so proud of the fact that I've I've stuck with it Um, I've stuck with the creative aspect of, of it all and keeping my wits about me trying to stay grounded I'm really most proud of that uh, really, because it could take a toll. It can take it. Take, it can take a bit out of you, especially if this is your career. You no, know, it's something that also something. It's your career, but you love it. I love it. I love doing this. So this so is what I love to do. I love to be a creator. I love to write, and I love
0: to perform. So I'm I'm proud of. I'm still, still saying, and I'm doing it still. So, yeah.
1: road case royale project is that still up in the air or is it done
2: no i think it's done that was a cool project to be doing with nancy wilson of heart that was crazy i feel like nancy came in and swooped me in in my
0: life when all was like lost you know um it was needed you know and nancy is every I, I really love her
2: um and we both were there for each other and wrote a lot of amazing songs and played a lot of amazing shows and i still can't believe like the nancy wilson of heart I'm over here doing an album with her we're both writing songs together like i just but i also leave myself open to, because she's just I, just I try to leave my heart um open to opportunity you know she's another one i've learned (laughs) quite a bit from you know women women in rock women women in the business um she's another amazing human being i absolutely love so yeah that was crazy too (laughs) very crazy
1: did you do many shows we did
2: we did a lot of shows we did we um did a lot of shows a lot in la we did some shows open for bob Seeger a couple times um but yeah we did some of those shows and that that was a whole different experience a whole different thing but very cool like
0: very badass i love it it was so
1: did, did your time with prince or with uh you know her allow you to meet any other like People that had you starstruck, like maybe, did you get to meet Tina Turner or anyone else like that?
2: Oh, you know, I'd be laid out if I met Tina Turner. <laughs> oh, I would love to meet Tina. No, I um, no, I mean, when I was when I was with Prince, I met I met a lot of people, a lot of people. um With Nancy, I met a few a few rockers. I I know, uh, I met Alison Chase. Some of the people from Alison Chase Pearl Jam. Some, some other folks, um, I can't think of them right now, but that's a totally different lane and world and Pacific um,
1: Northwest rockers.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a whole different thing. And, um, but it's funny cause just music is just really all the same language in a different way. It's, it speaks differently, but it's all
0: brings us to this, uh, way to connect, um, all of us. And it's,
2: it's just strange. I mean, cause I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. I'm able to sing with Prince and hear I Nancy Wilson apart. That's a whole trip in itself. So, but I just, I feel like I've been really lucky and I've been really, really blessed to have a lot of like master teachers, man, that have come my
0: way to really school me on some things. Um, yeah. I really have.
1: Did you get to meet Stevie Wender through Prince?
0: I did. <laughs> Stevie's amazing.
2: I met uh, Anita Baker. I mean everybody through Prince, of course. Like everyone. Like those after shows.
1: <laughs> did I he mean, ever did he ever whisk you off to the movies and that kind of thing? Or?
2: Yes. He would buy yeah. out the movie theater and he would go to the
0: movies and Man, we were, we were blessed. Man, we were very blessed to have
2: somebody like that that was constantly, always given like that. You know.
0: So. Yeah. Gets a stinger sometimes. You think about it. For me, it stings a little.
1: I'm still in denial. I can't.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's... we all are. You know,
0: I mean. It's a stinger from time to time, but the humanness and the realness of his energy is
2: always, for me, always around.
1: It's like eternal. It's an eternal thing.
2: It is. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What are you doing uh, show wise this year and the rest of the year?
2: Um, I've actually been, for the past year, I've been in this thing called Cabaret Vazu, um, which is crazy. I'm with, Amazing circus acts and comedy, and I'm actually doing aerial and singing in the air, kind of like the same thing that Pink does. Um, it's sanity, so sports have helped, gymnastics has helped that. Um, that's been so much fun. It's in Chicago, it's a hundred year old circus tent in the middle of downtown Chicago in
0: the Cabaret I mean, in the Cambria Hotel. It's the most amazing show I've really ever been a part of as far as just so
2: much fun and like everybody means like circus community that's a whole nother thing mm. like it's a whole other thing like it's crazy it's really it's really really fun it's really fun and it's opened up a whole different side of me too i think i'm super blessed because it's really helped me to kind of help me creatively and also just kind of different feelings stirring up different feelings for me as a creative and um get me out of the box a little bit cuz i was a little angry for a while. <laughs> really Are you si-
1: you're singing while you're doing gymnastics Yeah. Type? Wow, uh-huh. so that must really take some control and command.
2: Oh yeah. I've been training for it for over a year. And um yeah. It's been a lot.
1: That's a long ways from lip syncing, you know?
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, she does not lip sync. No, it's it's pretty intense. I mean, we do it, the show six times a week. It's pretty intense. It's really wow. great. Yeah, it's really fun. Really fun.
1: Well, once your record comes out, though, do you anticipate doing some shows?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm planning on going on tour. Um, the last show for me here at Cabaret's Zoo is in July. So I'm finished with that. And then I'm going to be on the road with my album and gearing up because uh, this one I've been I've been planning for and praying for for a long time for it to go to tell the story the way that I've been wanting to uh, for a long time. And so it's it's working out so far. So good.
0: now. (laughs) So
1: do you think you will do any print songs in your set?
0: Of course. Yes, we will.
2: We like to do them our way, but we like to flip them our way. Um,
0: But we do. We do from time to time do some print stuff. Yeah. Can't help it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, so why don't you tell people how they can keep up with what you have going on? You know, where do they go? What's the website and all that good stuff?
2: Yeah. So L-I-V-W-A-R-F-I-E. E.L.D. Live Warfield on all social media platforms, Instagram. I'm not a TikToker, Facebook, (laughs) um, all of them. You can find me there. And then LiveWarfieldOfficial.com is where you can find all my stuff on tour, merch, um, all of it. I'm really more so active on Instagram, um, and you can find a lot of my stuff there because it's kind of hard to keep up. But I gotta be better about it, so. Um, I have an album I'm coming out with so I got to be better about that but you can find me on all those
1: fantastic all right well (laughs) it's been so much fun talking Liv and thank you for sharing and thank you for all the great music and just thank
2: you Scott thank you for having me on appreciate it
1: I will um, let you know when this is going to post you can share do what you want with it maybe give you something you're not posting that much you said so yeah (laughs) <laughs>
2: exactly. The more content, right?
1: Yeah. Well, Thank you. I hope um, somehow we'll cross paths eventually, and Absolutely. Um, um, i'll 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 give you some feedback if you want it once I hear the record oh, is. Please, it,
2: are
1: please. you going to put put out a single ahead of it? Do you think or?
2: I think so. Yeah, it'll be on vinyl. Uh, yeah, I, I. They're trying to decide. I think there is going to be a single. It's going to probably get them out in July. So I'm like kind of crunch time now. I have to deliver it to them by the 1st of April. So I have a few more things I'm tweaking right now, but it's such a good album. It's a really great one. I'm excited about it. Very cool. Yeah. Thank right. you.
1: Get over that cold and. Uh,
2: nah, thank you. <laughs> thank you take much. Care. All right. All right you too. Bye. Bye.
1: I hope you enjoyed this episode of Truth and Rhythm. A big thank you goes out to our guest as well as to you, the viewer and listener. Also, much gratitude to pleasure for supplying the show's funky opening and closing music. As a reminder, you can always access the complete list of linked shows by episode at FunkinStuff.net. I urge you to support this program and receive the extra benefits along with that. By subscribing to the Funk & Stuff channel on YouTube and sharing it with funk, R&B, and jazz lovers, joining Truth & Rhythm's membership program at Patreon, submitting a donation at FunkinStuff.net, buying everything is on the One, The First guide to Funk book at Amazon, shopping at the Funky Things store for cool merchandise at FunkinStuff.net, and linking through funkandstuff.net for all of your Amazon purchases. And as always, this is Scott Dr. GXGolfine saying keep on Keep on vibing to the rhythm of the one.